I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I mean, the whole place is haunted. The strangest thing for me was seeing the shadows. It can do anything from rape to killing someone. To actually know what went on in this place, have chills right now. This is like his lair. <laughs> Probably the worst riot in the history of prisons in the country. Beheading. See somebody getting their head chopped off. We can see blood upon the walls, blood on the floor. Oh God, there's like a lot of blood in my mouth. There's something down there. <gasps> my name? is Amy Allen. A lot of dead people are here. I see dead people. This is not good. I speak to dead people. He is very pissed off. And they speak to me. The house is angry. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. He's killed people. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. He got shot at his house. And I know every person, every house I see. Aren't you terrified being here? It's my job to reveal him. That sounds like something out of The Exorcist. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicated during an investigation. Until the very end. That. When we uncover, if it's safe for you to stay. I'd like some answers. Or time to get out. Amy and I conduct our investigations separately. I dig deep into the property's history, uncovering dark secrets from its past. Amy talks to the dead. When we're done, we reveal our findings to our clients. I'm headed to the old New Mexico State Penitentiary. It was the scene of one of the bloodiest prison riots in US history. I'm meeting with a woman named Sandy who sounds terrified. She had worked on a movie there for a couple of days and says that whatever she came in contact with was so awful, it's destroying her life. Before Amy enters a location, I have to clear the area of anything that could influence her findings. This prison is very large. So it's important that I take my time to cover or remove anything that could be leading information. There was one event that happened, and, and the earth absorbed it here. It might have been two Native American tribes. And it hasn't been good since. I really feel sick. 
Like I'm gonna vomit. Is it you or the location? It's the location. So Sandy, we're here at the prison. Tell me what happened when you were here. Well, we filmed a movie here and I actually played a prisoner. There was a lot of real spooky things that happened. Just hearing things, seeing things, feeling things. So Sandy, why'd you call Amy and I in? I need to know what's going on. Everything that's happened since then has made me sick. It's like, you know, I can't sleep half the time. I ended up having to take medication for an ulcer because my stomach was so upset. And I just had like this sense of doom. And this all started after you filmed here? Yeah. I can't live like this. Yesterday, I, I started crying. I was like talking to my friends, please pray with me because I gotta go back there. You don't strike me as a woman that's really afraid. I am not usually afraid of anything. Okay. And it really does creep me out to be in there. Are you gonna be all right to show me some of these places? A lot of people who stayed here are soft. People having all these weird experiences and uh, physically weird happening. This entire prison feels cursed, from the land it sits on to the dead roaming its hallways. It's like haunted. The whole place is haunted. When we were in this room, there was a lot of strange things happening, like noise. What kind of things were you hearing? We heard, like, clanging, like if somebody was kind of shaking metal. But the fact that other people were there and they were hearing things, too, and seeing things, too, it validated it. Right. The strangest thing for me was seeing the shadows. It scared the heck out of me. Now, can you describe what the shadow looked like? It was quick, but it, it looked like, a, like somebody was running by one minute they're here, the next minute you turn to see and they're gone. Almost as if something didn't want you to see it. Oh boy. I don't, uh, I'm trying to focus this guy. This is creeping me My heart is jumping <laughs> because I'm nervous. So like, I look down there. He's a shadow person. Mm, Three-dimensional, like solid. Man, this thing's like a monster. So Sandy, what about any other place in the building? We were filming up in the cells, and then I got locked in the cell. Oh, jeez. Right as I was getting ready to leave, I heard a man's voice talking to me. It was from behind me. What did it say? He said, hey, how you doing? I said, fine, how are you? The response was, fine now. I thought it was one of the crew, and um, once I realized there was nobody standing behind me, I almost peed my pants. This guy can do stuff. He's uh, very, very well-formed. Very well-formed. He's like uh, advanced. So what can it do to people? 
it can do anything from like rape to like killing someone. Okay, Sandy, why'd you take me to this room? In between takes, we were down here and I found this really neat hat. And I thought, oh, my boys would love this hat. So I grabbed it and I took it home with me. I right, said, so let me get this straight. You heard voices locked in a cell, so shadow people. And at the end, you take something from here and bring it home. Yeah. I mean, I'm no expert on the paranormal, but probably wasn't a good idea. No, I don't think it was a very good idea at all. Some scary stuff started happening in my house, and... I bet you wish you didn't take that hat now. Yeah, <laughs> got that right. What'd you do with it? I burned it. Where? In the fireplace. Did the stuff at your house stop? No. Maybe not a shadow person. I think he's more than that. Where does it come from? Uh, not from a good place. This is like ancient, like, <laughs> devil. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Shadow people are evil, but this is like ancient, like, I don't know, devil. This dark evil entity is incredibly old. It feeds on death and negativity. So it makes sense to me that it would thrive in this prison. This is a bad area. This is like a bad area. Sandy seems pretty convinced that something evil is in this prison. But I need to talk to someone who's spent more than a couple of days in this place. You are a former corrections officer here. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, when was that? I started at the academy in 1990, and I was here working at the Old Main up until 1994. What was it like when you were here? It was violent. There was um, stabbings that were happening. There was a lot of gang activity at that time. Did you ever hear stories about paranormal stuff going on here before you started working? They talked to us about some of the paranormal activity at the academy. They just touched on it. But they did mention it. They did mention it, yes. And, uh, and when you walk in here, you know, you talk to the, some of the senior guards that are around and lieutenants and captains, and, and they've had experiences. 22 years in the police department, and I never once met a cop who admitted to seeing something paranormal. 
and the top brass including it as part of the training? Unheard of. There's got to be something weird going on here. Did you ever experience any paranormal activity while you were working here? I have. What can you tell me? There was this one time where I had three inmates that I was uh, bringing down to get their linens. And as we're leaving, we're walking down the corridor in the basement. We started to hear uh, a rattling noise behind us. I turned immediately and looked, and I saw a shadow. And the inmates turned as well that, that I had with me. And I had shined the flashlight, and there was a shadow there. Just the, it looked like the outline of a man. And as my flashlight kind of glanced through him, it was vis uh, invisible. So on top of dealing with the stress of being a prison guard, then you're dealing with paranormal. To actually know what went on in this place, um, I get chills. I have chills right now. I don't know what this is. It's not a shadow person. It's like a devil thing. Do people encounter this? I think that they see it. How? It's like solid. Sarah. There has to be a hole. Is it literally a hole? Yeah. He would come from here. This is like his his home area, like his lair. <laughs> Doesn't want to go back. Why not? because it likes wreaking havoc. He could follow the living out of this place. Both Sandy and Anthony have seen a shadow figure wandering the halls of the prison. So I'm going to meet with one more witness to see if he had similar encounters. Leon, you are a corrections officer here. Yes, sir. How long? Uh, four years. How's it feel to be back here? Don't want to be here. You don't? Not at night, nothing, no. Very terrified. Did you ever experience any paranormal activity while you were working here? Yes. Any particular spot in the prison? The one we're standing in now. Okay. What did you experience in here? Uh, well, just, you know, the bones and the groans late at night, early in the mornings. Uh, windows kind of like opening all of a sudden, you know, no wind, no nothing outside and stuff. Shadows. And Can you describe what it looked like? The, just like a shadow that you would see like in a bright day, uh, someone walking by. But there was nobody there to make a shadow? No. 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 Did any of the inmates ever tell you that they've heard or saw something? Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, there's just nasty stuff down here. Like what? There's like a lot of crazy people down here. Like really, really mentally ill. Uh, when I say crazy, I mean like, um, they don't even know who they are. A lot of them are like, um, string people. Like, uh, when they're crazy, they look like voodoo dolls to me. They climb on the ceilings. Really bad. The obvious place for me to start my investigation is with the 1980 prison riot. I know it was one of the most violent in U.S. history and that 33 prisoners died there, but I need to know the full story of what happened here in Santa Fe. So I'm driving down to Albuquerque to meet with a reporter who covered the riot when it happened. 
conducting an investigation at the New Mexico State Prison. Uh, and I understand there was a riot there in 1980, but you covered it as a reporter. You had probably the worst riot in the history of prisons in the country. We had 33 inmates dead, more than 90 wounded. Uh, the prison was gutted. Literally, that prison blew up. So, Mike, what were the conditions like? It was a very poorly run prison, very badly run. And they had dormitories that were grossly overcrowded. They had like three guards for 200 inmates. The guards were undertrained, uh, and the overall atmosphere was one of coercion. It was run as a snitch system, uh, basically that set inmate upon inmate, inmate against guard, and it was just a question of time before it blew up. So Mike, where did it start? It starts at a dormitory called E1. These inmates were not in cells, they were on bunk beds. And the guards came across some of the inmates drinking homemade hooch. Riot starts, uh, the guards have no protection, they have nowhere to run. The inmates manage to get the keys from one of the guards, and then all hell breaks loose. What the is this? What? I'm trying to figure out who the it is. Someone's Jack. Jack, Jack. Oh no, we've got a situation. I think he got killed. Since I'm in a prison, I'm not surprised to be seeing flashes of violence. But I'm starting to see and feel a horrific amount of bloodshed. Oh, I'm seeing a throat being slashed. There's blood. Really fast, whatever. Unexpected. I just heard people scream, screaming. We had beheadings. We had uh, inmates to use uh, acetylene torches on the heads of other inmates. Inmates were hung off of the top tiers of the cell blocks. Uh, inmates were beaten with pipes and then thrown dead or alive into you know, burning fires inside the gymnasium. It was brutal inmate-on-inmate -inmate violence. There were uh, guards that were, were just brutally and severely beaten uh, and sexually assaulted. I feel like my neck is breaking and everything it hurts. On the head. And it's like all right here. Are you okay? Oh God, there's like a lot of blood in my mouth. The shadow devil I encountered in this place is evil and I think it can leave here and attach itself to living people, maybe even kill them. So I need to break the rules and meet with Steve to find out more about the person we're trying to help. There is something very, very evil there. And things from that location could follow someone. Well, it's funny you say that because the client is having some issues at her place. You want to do a walk in our house? Yes, I think that would be a good idea. Okay, I'll set it up.
like it in here at all. I don't like it in here at all. It's scary. I've managed to track down a former inmate who was at Ground Zero when the riots started. He's never talked about what went down before, but he's agreed to tell me what he knows as long as I can keep his identity hidden. This is the first time I've been back since the early 80s. But you were here for the riot? I was here for the riot. What do you know about it? People knew that something was going to come down because there was too much tension in the institution. There was too much talk about taking over and rioting and stuff already. Did you see any of these guys get murdered? Yeah, I saw quite a few. <laughs> I saw killings. The guards that got taken as hostages were all sodomized, every one of them. When they got his head chopped off, you know, then all of a sudden going down towards South Block 4, so you could hear screaming and killing and everything, burning. They torched some guy there with a welding torch. And then the guy that got his head cut off in the hallway, they, they paraded his head on a broomstick. Mm -hmm. I see somebody getting their head chopped off. I don't know, it's like a flash of some guy's head falling on the floor. And rolling around. It feels sacrificial in some way. That riot was like a Vietnam. It was like crazy. I gotta ask you a question. During your time here, did you or any of your fellow inmates ever come across something that you couldn't explain that was maybe paranormal? There's a lot of strange things they would say. They would say, did you see that ghost? Did you see that? Actually, if you were so quiet, you could actually almost hear the screams and the banging and the chopping. Do you think it's because of what happened during the riot? Before and after the riot. I think it's the devil's shop. It's the devil's house. It needs to be destroyed. There's like a thing that came in from the outside and it's a dark, just mist, mist. And it's going around up, up in the ceiling here, going around in circles and circles and circles. It's kind of creepy. Came out of the hole. The whole tile? Yeah. Very, very, very bad. The New Mexico State Penitentiary was built in the 50s, and the land has been filled with nothing but death and horror ever since. But I need to know what happened on the site before. So I'm headed to the Santa Fe Public Library to see what I can dig up. It didn't take long to discover that Santa Fe's past has more in common with the prison riot than I thought. In 1680, there was a massive revolt between the Pueblo Indians and Spanish settlers, where over 400 Spaniards were humiliated, tortured, and killed. 
I would like to sketch a room with a bunch of crazy men. And then there's a doorway, and in that doorway is standing a man, but you can't see him, he's all shadow. So Amy, is this what you saw? Yes. The severity of this case required Amy and I to meet midway through our investigation, which is highly unusual. Now that we've investigated the prison and Amy has walked Sandy's home, we're ready to reveal our findings to each other and Sandy. Sandy actually filmed a movie here and she's had some pretty wild experiences while she was here. Uh, since then, though, she's been suffering from nightmares, she's had anxiety, her health has deteriorated, and you even developed some ulcers. I did. So with that being said, maybe Amy could tell us about her walk. When I first got here, I saw two tribes that were fighting over, I think, land. And the land where we are is really, really bad. It absorbed that residual experience. So back in 1680, there was a revolt with the Native Americans that lived here against the Spanish settlers. The Spanish used them as slaves. And during that revolt, there was 400 Spanish settlers killed. And when they captured the Spanish, they would humiliate them. They'd strip them naked took all their clothes off, they rolled them like they were animals. That's interesting. Why is that? The land has always been bad. You know, as soon as, as the prison was built, it was haunted. Prisoners were being tormented by entities and the dead. The guards were having experiences. Um, I did speak to a couple of prison guards that worked here, and they all experienced something. Corrections officers that went to the academy for this prison were taught about the paranormal. And they actually put it in their training uh, curriculum. Maybe you could tell her about some of the stuff that happened to you when you were here for the two days. As I was leaving here, I went into this area and it was completely black. And I hear, hey, how you doing? And I said, fine, how are you? And he said, fine now. Turned around to look, and there was nobody there. Wow. So, anything else on your walk? Oh, yeah. I ended up down by the laundry room. And I saw all of these people who were severely mentally ill. It was very unnerving, very strange, and very upsetting. There's like a lot of crazy people down here. Like really, really mentally ill. They don't even know who they are. This prison was built in the 50s. And during the 60s and 70s, they really ran it pretty poorly. I had spoke to a reporter and uh, he basically said uh, it was overcrowded. When inmates went crazy, they just left them here. So you had a lot of guys here that weren't getting proper medication and that were legitimately crazy. Wow, okay. 
So I see all of these insane people. It almost looked like, you know, those voodoo dolls that have the twine? Mm -hmm. So every once in a while, one of them would become that and would like climb on the walls or the ceiling. And it seemed like something had taken over them. And while I was down there seeing this, I also saw the thing that made the earth bad here. There was like this gray mist. Then I saw this thing. I mean, some people would say is a devil. And this thing is far worse than any demon. Very uh, formidable, nasty. And it, uh, it does change shape, and it's very, very intelligent. It likes this place a lot because it's scary. And it was surrounded by these insane men. So what I did was I sketched the scene that I saw. Let's take a look at it. I don't see Amy's sketch, so it's going to be the first time I'm seeing it. Jeez. So that's what I saw down there. And he's the really, really bad one. He's like the devil thing, all darkness. He can make people sick, he can rape, he can murder. Andy, why don't you tell Amy about the shadow figure you had seen? <laughs> I can't right now. I can't even look at that. It's okay. I see that man a lot. Why me? Have you had experiences before? Yeah. Yeah. They'll be attracted to us. So you think she's maybe a sensitive? Sensitives like Sandy are magnet for the dead. But when they attract something like this shadow devil, it can be extremely dangerous, even fatal. He has never been human, and he has grown to what he is by all of the horrors that have happened here. Not just the prison, but before that. So could this thing have even triggered the violence with the Native Americans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything else on your walk? I saw some guy who worked here running around like a maniac. I saw another guy getting his throat slashed. I saw... 
um, guys throwing men over the, you know, the top railings. And there was um, one guy who got bashed in the head and I could like, I literally could taste all the blood in my mouth. Like it was filled up in my mouth. And um, uh, violent things, which I was like, well, it's a prison, you know. Yeah, it is a prison, but it's also the scene of probably one of the bloodiest prison riots in U.S. history. In 1980, there was a riot here where 33 inmates were killed. 11 guards were taken hostage. They raped these guys. They beat them. They set a couple of guys on fire with an acetylene torch. They cut another guy's head off. They took the guy's head and they paraded it around like a trophy. What's that look? During the walk of your house, I saw a man getting his head cut off. It was like a sacrifice. She did something when she was here, filming, and she knows it was a mistake. But if you could tell Amy about that, I want to see if there's maybe something going on with that. I found a hat down there that I thought was cool. And I thought, oh, my sons will love this. And so I took it. And I brought it home. I mean, I realized after I got it home, it was probably a really bad idea because then things started happening in my house. Oh, boy. So I burned it. But I burned it in the fireplace. In the house. Oh. Burning an object from a haunted location doesn't destroy the evil within it. It actually makes it stronger, unleashing its power. I mean, I figured the smoke would go out of the house. I didn't know. Oh, my gosh. There was a, um, a little mist, like the mist that I saw come out of the ground here. I saw this mist in the bathroom on the ceiling in that area. And at this point, it's, it's aware, it's conscious. What I'm thinking possibly is that uh, you brought a little piece of this negative to your home. <laughs> now, Sandy, we're going to answer your most pressing question. I mean, your house, you're afraid to be in your house, your health is still bad. Um, I mean, you thought burning the hat was going to change things. Uh, but obviously it didn't. No. Uh, I mean, the question is, how are you going to get your life back on track? Make things better. Um, for that, I'm going to turn it over to Amy, see if she can help you. There's going to be two parts to this. What you need to have happen is for a medicine man or a medicine woman to come to your house and do a ritual cleansing. I mean, from A to Z, a real cleansing. You should not be there. 
when this happens. The other thing while that's happening is that you need to be like in a hotel and with a healer who does a complete body cleanse on you. Um, so a cleansing ritual of your body because it does like to attach in a very physical way. These two things need to be happening simultaneously, okay? You need to take care of yourself. You need to get this done so that you can function because it's in you. You want to take her advice? Sandy should follow my advice precisely. If she doesn't, I'm worried this evil shadow devil will grow and her health could continue to deteriorate. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.